your energetic economists Aditya and Ayush are ready to take you to a dive of speculative bubbles in episode 4 of Econs at Work. So without further ado, hold on to your seat belts and get ready to breathe another interesting economic concept. So let's begin. A speculative bubble is a spike in asset values within a particular industry, commodity or asset class to unsubstantiated levels fueled by irrational speculative activity that is not supported by the fundamentals a speculative bubble is usually caused by exaggerated expectations of future growth price appreciation or other events that could cause an increase in asset values this speculation and resulting activity drive trading volumes higher and as more investors rally around the heightened expectation demand outstrips supply pushing prices beyond what an objective analysis of intrinsic value would suggest and by intrinsic value i mean the value of the asset so the bubble is not yet completed until prices fall back to the normalized levels this process is described as a pop which is a reference to a period of steep decline in prices during which most investors panic and sell out of their investments Bubbles can exist in economies, stocks, and bond markets, and individual sectors of the economy. Now I am going to talk about the causes of these bubbles. First, irrational exuberance. In certain circumstances, investors can buy assets because of strong psychological pressures, which encourage them to ignore the fundamental value of the asset, and believe that prices will keep rising. Second, herding behavior. People often assume the majority can't be wrong. If banks and well-established financial leaders are buying, they assume it must be a good investment. Third, short-termism. People make decisions based on short term rather than the long term. Fourth, adaptive expectations. People often judge the state of a market and economy by what has happened in the recent past. Consider this. Uh, consider the case of Japan, where half the investors like left the country. Fifth, hope they can beat the market. people believe they can beat the market and get out of get out before the bubble pops sixth cognitive diso- dissonance filtering out of the bad news and looking for views which reinforce their beliefs seventh financial instability hypothesis the theory that periods of economic pros- prosperity cause investors to be increasingly rec- reckless leading to financial instability eighth monetary policy Sometimes bubbles occur as an indirect consequence of a monetary policy. For example, the Fed's decision to keep interest rates in the U.S. low encouraged the credit bubble of two of the two thousands. Excess liquidity can more easily lead to bubbles because people need somewhere to put their money. Ninth, global imbalances. Some argue the U.S. financial bubble of the two thousands was caused by an inflow of currency from abroad. The U.S. ran a trade deficit and attracted hot money inflows. leading to higher demand for us securities this kept interest rates lower and values of us higher than they otherwise would be moving on let's talk about the types of speculative bubbles first is stock market bubbles so when the value of stocks and shares increase rapidly that means price increase faster than earnings a stock market bu- bubble is vulnerable to a crash where market traders come to feel the bubble prices are overinflated Second is market bubbles. This involves other industries or section of the economy outside of the equities market. 
रियल इस्टेट कैन बी टेकन एज एन क्लासिक एग्जाम्पल ऑफ दिस सो रन अप्स इन करेंसीज आई दर ट्रेडिशनल वन लाइक द यू एस डॉलर और यूरो और क्रिप्टो करेंसीज लाइक बिटकॉइन और लाइट कॉइन कुड ऑल्सो फॉल इन दिस बबल कैटेगरी थर्ड इज क्रेडिट बबल्स दिस इन्वॉल्व सडन सर्ज इन कंज्यूमर और बिजनेस लोन्स डेट इंस्ट्रूमेंट्स एंड अदर फॉर्म्स ऑफ क्रेडिट टू फाइनेंस हायर कंज्यूमर स्पेंडिंग Specific examples of asset include corporate bonds or government bonds, student loans or mortgages. And last is commodity bubbles. So when the price of one commodity or several commodities increase in price, for example, we might see a speculated bubble in the price of gold. Uh, this happened in the nineteen seventies and nineteen eighties. So you might be asking, what stages of bubbles exist? Okay, so let me clear this out for you. The first stage is displacement, meaning investors become enamored by a new innovation or development in fiscal policy, such as an extended period of low interest rates. Second stage is boom. Prices rise slowly at first, following a displacement, but then gain momentum as more and more participants enter the market, setting the stage for a boom for the boom phase. During this phase, the asset in question attracts widespread media coverage. Fear of fear of missing out on what could be a once in a lifetime opportunity spurs more speculation, drawing an increasing number of investors and traders into the fold. Stage three is euphoria. During this phase, caution is thrown to the wind, and as asset prices skyrocket, valuations reach extreme levels during this phase as new valuation measures and metrics are doubted. to justify the relentless rise stage 4 brings profit taking during which investors who believe the bubble will soon pop start selling positions and taking profits and the last stage is panic as an event or series of event event events causes the bubble to burst and stocks to tumble fast so finally let's talk about an example of this speculative bubble The most famous example of a speculative bubble is the tulip mania that struck 17th century Holland. Known for their passionate love of flowers, the Dutch highly prized the tulip upon its introduction to Western Europe in the mid 16th century. Dutch collectors devised a hierarchy of tulip varieties based upon their species and coloring, assigning values to the various flowers. Because it was impossible to determine the which uh, variegation would bloom from a particular bulb the tulip became an object of speculation during their earliest years in europe the bulbs were primarily uh, primarily of interest to the wealthy but by the mid 1630s the craze caught on with middle class and poorer families the increased demand caused the price of the bulbs to soar then the market reached its height in late uh, 1636 and early 1637 after the bulbs had been planted to bloom the following spring people mortgaged their home and industries in order to pay the bulbs for resale at higher prices however in february 13 uh, in february 1637 as spring drew near and the bulbs were close to flowering consumer confidence evaporated and the market suddenly crashed thank you for listening it's a great motivator for us we have such keen listeners like you 
We'll soon be back covering an interesting theory in the next episode. So stay tuned at Econs at Work.